is this the time to come off Tottenham? Which team has the best fixtures ahead? And who are the best mid-price strikers? All topics discussed on this week's FPL Tour. So, I don't know if we're pulling the trigger a bit early here, but it's currently what we're waiting for the England-Ireland game and the Serbia-Scotland game, which could, I suppose, impact uh, what we're about to talk about in, in game week nine. Um, but it's international break and, you know, there's there's not much else to do really other than prepare for, for FPL next week. Um, but how, how did you get on last week, game week eight? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I mean, it made me look at my points from the previous weeks, if I'm going to be honest. So last week I got 63 points. And for some reason, I felt like that was a disappointing result. But then I looked back at my previous points and the week before that I got 64. And the week before that I got 68. So although it is digressing, it's not terrible. But it felt like a uh, a mer week, if that makes sense. Well, it, it seemed like everyone had Ollie Watkins and Jack Grealish, or at least that's all I was seeing on Twitter. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's why. But I think in reality, they're, they're maybe like 10 or 20% owned. Um, yeah. But that, obviously, from a personal point of view, that, that was a terrible result for us. But also, um, my plan was to get Ollie Watkins in. And I'm, I'm literally 0.1 out now because he's got a price rise. <laughs> so, I don't know. Might have to, to shift some bits around. It's a problem though, isn't it? It's just we you don't know. It's it's again, it's about putting that trigger. It's kind of kind of like we I, said. I run. should have pulled the trigger earlier on Danny Ings because I was going to ride it out, have the two transfers for international break. But I thought, oh, what's the point? I'm going to get Calvert Lewin anyway. But then Danny Ings dropped to zero point one. That's the bloody amount I need <laughs> to get Watkins in later. But I'm glad I did pull the trigger because Calvert Lewin got me five. And my bench got zero, so um, that's that's five additional points there. And then I transferred out Trent uh, to Scott Dan, who what, I was expecting what? a clean sheet, which he didn't yeah. get. But what he did do is score, which ridiculous, quite a bonus. When I saw that pop up, I was like, "How have you managed that one? That's crazy!" Like out of all players in the Premier League, Scott Dan popping up and getting ahead of the the week you put him in, yeah. you must must have had a word of him or something. <laughs> Ridiculous. I mean, I've I've not had anyone score particularly high points, but everyone pretty much returned for me. Out of my 11 players, only Jimenez and Son didn't get either a clean sheet, a goal or an assist. So nice. it's quite evenly spread. I think I've got 80 points total. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's me being satisfied, kind of, with 63. And you're talking about 80 points. I mean, just to go to, on my team... I was considering taking out Lloris, wasn't I, last week? Uh, mm-hmm. He seems to be one of my, my top performers last week with six points, although very close <clears throat> to conceding in that game, I must say. Kane delivered for me again, being the captain. Werner, again, I think it's time maybe to consider him as a captain going forward. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, again, Werner was one where it was a different sort of option, but 
Um, he was another one I was going to put in for Ings, but because <laughs> I was too late on Ings and he dropped 0 0.1, it meant I couldn't afford Werner for what I wanted to do in a few weeks. But yeah, definitely. Werner for the next, what, three or four games, I think, has got a pretty nice run. It's, yeah. it's between, for me, striker-wise, him and Vardy. I know we, we talked last week, didn't we, about who's better, mm. better option. I think Werner for the next two and then Vardy, well, Vardy from game week 10, he's got Fulham. Yeah, he should bat him. I think what a lot of people are trying to do is target the likes of Fulham, West Brom and Sheffield United and, and just look at who's playing them and just switch their captain every week. So I think that would mean you're getting the likes of Salah one week, Werner another, Kane another and, and just do it like that, which is interesting. But yeah, it might work. It's, um, I, I find, you know, just on that, you know, targeting those clubs, this season has been a quite of a freak season with the amount of goals going in. It's ridiculous. So, I mean, Chelsea getting four a game seems like now, religiously. Uh, you saw the likes of Southampton popping in three, uh, two this week, and Southampton typically get low-scoring games. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's such a freak season, it seems. You you have to kind of target those lower clubs because they're they're there to be taken, especially Leeds. I know like this week is kind of a bit iffy because Arsenal are not in a good place, um, and Leeds gets all 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 over the place defensively. Um, but that would be another team that I would target Leeds because they can't yeah. defend. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They they're a bit of a. I mean, they've earned a lot of plaudits this season, but. Same with Brighton, but they haven't got the points on the board, and they're letting in a lot of goals. So, yeah, they're they're one that's a bit of a. If people are thinking they're a good side, I mean, not really. Yeah, I'd I'd definitely be targeting oh, them as well. For you. <laughs> and I've got um, that's one of the reasons I got Calvert Lewin in actually, because he's got Fulham next, then Leeds. Oh, so okay. that that could be captain potential. Yeah, we didn't think. Calvert-Lewin would do it for this long, but clearly is someone that may stay in the team for long if he carries on performing. Yeah, he got the assist against Man United, didn't he? Um, yeah, and he's, to be fair, since Ancelotti's come in, really, he has been fairly consistent. Other than that lockdown period, he's, he's definitely worth the money. I mean, I don't regret not coming on him sooner, though, because Ings was still delivering. But yeah, yeah. Now, now he's injured, it's sort of a no-brainer. And Southampton have got a bit of a injury run coming up and an injury crisis. Yeah, what I'm are you thinking on Ward Prowse? Uh, it's, I mean, if I tell you my injuries at the moment, so this is my bench: Steer, a goalkeeper. I think, I, I think that's for Aston Villa. I, I, you know me, the goalkeepers. I don't give a shit about. Um, and then Ferguson, defender for Palace, injured. Ings, obviously injured. Mitchell, injured. All Reds. Wall yeah. Prowse is obviously an orange, so there's a 75% chance he'll play. If he doesn't, I am stuck because my bench is in, full of injuries. So I may have to use a transfer. Yeah, I mean, may it might be time to get rid of Ings, yeah, because even if Ings was playing, if you look at their run coming up, so they've got Wolves away, United at home, then they've got a nice couple. They've got Brighton away and Sheffield United at home. 
But then they've got Arsenal, City, Fulham, West Ham, Liverpool. So till till the end of the year, they've got like two or three good fixtures, which means Inter's going to miss a couple of those anyway. He'll make Fulham. But yeah, I think I was probably going to consider moving on. Well, I was going to move on Jimenez, really, because Wolves have got an even worse run coming up. But Ings isn't much better. Um, so, I'd, yeah, if, if you can make the transfer, well, I'd probably do that. I could get Dominic Cavalier in. So, with, if I was to transfer Ings out, I have 9.4, which is so frustrating because I could have that 0.5, that 0.1 uh, to get to 9.5, and it got, gives me more options. But... Mm. Yeah, I have probably nine. How much is uh, Gabby Jesus then? Nine point three. So I could get him. It's a tough one, isn't it? Should we Should we talk about like mid price strikers and who's yeah, come on, who's the best out there? Then so you've got you've got Ollie Watkins, who I mean he's a bit patchy. Got a hat trick, nothing. Then he got the penalty. Then he got two. But I I really like Villa's run. They've got for me the best fixtures in the league now. For for a little while, and they you know they're a decent side. Um, Watkins is going to get goals, I'm sure of it. And yeah. then you've got you've got Patrick Bamford, haven't you? You already said Leeds can't defend, but that part of the reason is because they just they score play about five up front trying to score. And yeah. Bamford's not good, but it doesn't really matter. He gets so many chances. He's a he, he's a weird player. Again, we we're in a position where. It's so hit and miss at the moment. We don't know. It clearly isn't because, you know, over the weeks he's scored consistently. But we're in that kind of limbo period wherever you trust him to do it again. Yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not, it's not a proven striker. So it's hard to pick. I mean, you could, if anyone is out there who has a, you know, can take the risk, I'll probably suggest it because it, it's probably a low risk for you. But for me, I don't think I can take that risk, especially with my bench being all injured and this this replacement here it needs to be it needs to be good what about this as well for an option and this is something i was considering um because i want to get more money into my midfield i'm probably going to do sterling and de bruyne game week 10 i may if i can do it this week get one of them in for son because they're playing spurs so i thought realistically if i'm going to get man city in for spurs anyway why don't i just do it this week because they're playing each other but I don't know if I can do it without doing too many hits. But what you could do is, you could go Rian Brewster, really cheap. Yeah. Have him on bench, I suppose. And then just play him like, just play him like three or four times a season almost. Because if he's starting games, he's not going to score many goals, but you can't really ask for much more for that price. And then you've got, what, about four or five million spare for your midfield? Yeah, it's true. I mean, I, I still like the idea of Ollie Watkins for my one. Yeah, um, that's who I want. I mean, if I did get Ollie Watkins, that gives me 3.3 mil left spare in the bank. Then I can upgrade, like you said, the midfield. So I could probably put another... So maybe if James Rodriguez isn't performing, I can upgrade him to a potential Kevin De Bruyne. Mm. How much is Kevin De Bruyne? Uh, he's he's eleven and a half. Ah, see this. You yeah. just out on that. Yeah, maybe yeah. Fernandez though. We was going to talk about it, but Bruno Fernandez maybe. But... Yeah, I mean, there's quite a few, isn't there, in that that midfield? I mean, there's also Rashford, 
who's he's a bit cheaper. And I think the guy that it keeps going up in price, who has a good run attacking wise, is Mohamed Salah as well. But you'd have to do yeah. something pretty, pretty drastic to be able to afford him now. I think. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. But I think what we're alluding to is these mid-price strikers are in to replace one of the top strikers that, that we currently have. And I think you mentioned it last week. Tottenham have a terrible run, don't they? Yeah, yeah. They've they've got City next. They've got Chelsea. They've got Arsenal. They've got Liverpool, Leicester, Wolves. Even Palace are difficult to break down sometimes. So, so yeah, yeah that, that's their next six. It's, it's horrible, really. And I think a lot of people are going to get rid of Kane and Son, or one of them. And I see, I can see their value going down. It's, it's obviously annoying if you've had him from the start and you've got the price rises out of them, but that's the thing. But then you do think Tottenham beat United 6-1. So, yeah, they're not the same. Can though. they do it in the big games? No. They don't look great, though, do they? Yeah. At the moment, no, they're not, not the same. I wouldn't say so. So, I think, yeah, like we said, I think Ollie Watkins. Uh, did we mention Shay Adams? No, all? but he he looks he looks good. I mean, as yeah, Southampton have got a bit of a a weird run. They've got a couple of good games and a couple of bad in their next four. But yeah, again, for the price, I like him. Yeah, so it's uh, not too bad. And kind of... with Ings out, he'll be the main man, won't he now? Yeah. He seems to be getting on the score sheet. There's no one else, really, that I can see that is going to take off, you know, help help out your FPL while saving you money. Um, no, they're all, they're all a bit more expensive, really, which is, what? you know, the reason. But, yeah, I think them, them three, uh, Bamford, Watkins and Adams, are, are all good shouts. Definitely, definitely. Should we move on then to game week nine? Yeah. First up, Jack, your team. What happened last week? Yeah, I, I think Villa, as we know, can be very, very good on their day, as we saw against Liverpool. Um, we just caught them on the wrong day. I mean, we didn't play great, but Villa were just so good Yeah. that we just had no chance, really. I mean... You did mention Rob Holden last week. I think we mentioned it anyway. I may have asked you a question whether he's worth like a a shout for you know a cheap defender. Watching him against Villa, I mean, I see that clip where he's backing off and Barkley's just basically dancing with the ball. Doesn't look like someone I'll be investing in. Um, and I don't know. I'm not trying to be biased. And you know, I've got a little bit of a hate for Arsenal, but Leeds, I feel like they're going to come at you guns blazing. And I feel like they're going to get a result here. And the players I'll be looking out for is obviously Bamford, as we mentioned. I can see him getting the score sheet. Like we said, though, Leeds are very leaky. So, on the opposite, again, I think you've said it before, Jack. You don't really have Arsenal players in your team. And I wouldn't because they're so inconsistent. But I can see Saka. Yeah. And even Aubameyang is just... Yeah. Why would you get him when you can get someone like De Bruyne or Sterling? Right. Yeah. Even if he does perform, he's not going to perform better than them. So exactly. it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I, I think we can beat Leeds. <laughs> if we play it smart, we'll beat Leeds. But I just don't know. 
I don't know if during the game we'll get a bit, we'll lose our heads. But yeah, yeah that, that'll be, Arsenal and Leeds are probably two of the risky ones. interesting teams, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Right, so the team that beat you last week, Aston Villa, are playing Brighton. We're going to obviously talk about Grunish, but I was considering changing my goalkeeper, wasn't I? Um, Lloris, um, definitely yeah. coming up. Uh, and obviously Arsenal's ex-goalkeeper. He's he's doing wonders at the moment. He's he's I think he's up there with the best keepers in the FPL, Martinez. Yeah, he is. And and they play the game less, but uh, I wouldn't say we really gave him any shots that whole game. So if if you're just talking the one game, then don't look at it too much. But yeah, it's a bit of a weird one because they let him four to Southampton, three to Leeds. But I think Martinez will still get save points. In, in the games like against Leeds, where typically teams like that attack a lot, it's it's not always about keeping a clean sheet for a keeper. If you can get, I mean, look at Rui Patricio last week, letting a goal, but he saved the penalty. So yeah. he ended up being, the, I think he was the top scoring keeper that week. Um, it, yeah, but yeah, Martinez, he's a good price. That would save you quite a lot of Lloris, and he's got way better fixtures coming up. So, yeah, yeah it's a decent shout. So, the yeah, thing I'll... is with the keepers, though, it's, it depends on how major that is for you. Like, is that your main problem or not? I guess it is not, but I think you've already said Larissa's price is quite high. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I can save some money there and probably get better results, to be honest, with uh, Martinez. So, yeah, Grealish then. Thoughts? Unfortunately, he doesn't he doesn't work for my team. Um, if I had another transfer, I'd probably be doing Zaha to Greenish okay. or something like that. But because of how I sort of want to get De Bruyne and Sterling in, I can't quite do it. But yeah, I'd I'd love to have Greenish in. I mean, he was great last year, and he's great this year as well. Like. And Villa just going to score loads of goals. So, yeah, he's a very, very good option. He's very underpriced, I think. I can and see like, him scoring against Brighton as well, definitely. He's always involved in something. Yeah, that link-up. Those three, him, Watkins and Barkley, seem to be doing wonders this, this year. Yeah. I mean, Barkley's, Barkley's one I was considering as well. Just if I was going to go a slightly different way and could only afford a six million midfielder. That's that's an option. We've talked about quite a lot of Villa, haven't we? Concert at the back. Yeah. Matt Target. It's cheap. The guy under the radar. Yeah. Yeah. Do. But I think a lot of people will start to get on them now they've got the fixtures. Yeah, it's because they've shown they can do it against the bigger teams. Um yeah. lately. So fair play to them. So yeah, Villa win I'd say for that one with a, a Grealish. I'm going to go Grealish goal. Um, Burnley versus Crystal Palace. Not one of the most exciting games, I've got to say. No, I'm, I'm glad I got Scott Dan in for this one. Because, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> like, Burnley, so they've only, they've played seven games this season and scored in two games. That so, terrible. I mean, yeah, they're at home. But again, this looks like nil-nil. I mean, a lot, a lot of games that Burnley have been involved in look like nil-nils to me, really. And this is another one. I don't think they'll get relegated for the record, but 
because they'll beat all the rubbish teams, I think. But when it comes to teams like Palace, sort of mid-level, yeah, I, I can see Zaha being frustrated this game, but I can also see Scott Dan getting a clean sheet. Yeah. But I know quite a lot of people have got Charlie Taylor in because he's quite cheap. And yeah, this could be one where he plays and he gets a clean sheet as well. Because, yeah, I, I think Burnley, uh, defensively, they're still all right, really. But yeah, their attack's just gone off a cliff this season. Yeah, they're a bit of a they're in a bit of a rut at the moment. It's a bit of a weird weird time at Burnley. They're normally one of those teams you hate playing against, but this season just yeah. Oh, what I should say as well on that, um, I've actually put Mitchell in in my t- in my starting lineup. Like, it, obviously, if he doesn't play, if he's still injured, he's going to come out. But on the off chance that he does play, yeah, I'd rather he be in my team than Eric Dyer at home to Man City. Yeah, so I've put Mitchell in just in case. I mean, Dyer's primes are an own goal. <laughs> yes, how she is. No bias, like we said. Um, yeah. Chelsea versus Newcastle. This is a game for me. Um, I've got obviously Chilwell, who I don't know if you listen to any of his post-match inter- interviews, but he's he's been told to hit that wide post as much as he can, similar to what Ashley Cole used to do. Um, and with Ziyech putting some great performances lately, you know, I, I said last week, and I cash in on Ziyech, you know, maybe drop Havertz, and Havertz got coronavirus at the moment. Don't say we don't give you good advice. Um, Ziyech putting those balls in and Chilwell making those runs. I can see, again, maybe a goal or an assist from Chilwell. Um, Ziyech, I'm expecting an assist as well. We should on paper beat these but Newcastle a very uh, cagey team that we we always seem to make it hard for ourselves against them especially it being away I don't see them doing much like for instance I can't see Callum Wilson getting on the score sheet I don't know if he's injured at the moment I think he may be but you know I don't see them doing much attacking against us well, obviously with our, beat, our defensive record at the moment is phenomenal and Mendy Although he did concede a goal against um, Burnley, whoever we played, it's not something I see happening again. I can see us keeping a clean sheet and maybe a one or two nil against these lot. I don't think there's any Newcastle player that can cause us much problems. Obviously, I've got Alan Saint-Maximin in my team as well. So an ideal score would be like five-one with <laughs> Alan Saint-Maximin getting the score sheet. But um, yeah. My prediction for that game is a low score, maybe one or two goals, not compared to the four goals that we've been banging in each week. And Chilwell or Ziyech should get on either the score sheet or, you know, assist. The one person I was thinking about, you know, I can't do it now, but in the future, Kurt Zuma, Jack, he's been getting on the score sheet and keeping clean sheets. He must be up there again with the highest scoring defenders. I think I think he has. I think he is the highest scoring defender in the game now. Oh, there you go. Because um, he's got he's got a few goals, hasn't he this this season too? So that's always helped. Mm. And I mean Newcastle, they're not great. Like it's weird. They've got way more points than they should, and that's because of Callum Wilson, really. But they yeah. they've not been good. And yeah, I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure Chelsea will will get the win if if they're half what they was last week, really. So, yeah, so. that's... Um, I think that's pretty set in stone, that one. 
Hopefully. Yeah. Chilwell looks a great a great buy, doesn't he? You yeah. got him in at the right time. Yeah. I, I saw something. I just I, it was all based on that debut and that debut he just showed what a class player he was and I thought you know what just take take the hit if he doesn't perform then I can obviously take him out but he's worked wonders and I'm pretty sure you know I can make a lot of money back on him um, but yeah Chelsea should win that let's move to the next game Everton Fulham have you got any Everton players in your team well clearly DCL I've got yeah, yeah. <laughs> expect a lot of goals um, from him. That's, that's it for me for Everton but yeah I mean this was the main reason, really, that I got him in. So hopefully he does does something this weekend. Yeah, he should do. Pretty simple. DCL. Um, hopefully Rodriguez assist and maybe a, a Digne free kick or an assist as well. I think uh, Richarlison might be back now. Oh, is he? I think it's either this game week or next. But they, it would be good to see Everton with Richarlison because maybe that's why they've been a bit... Off the radar the last couple of games. Is he classed? Is he classed as a striker or? A... Yeah, he's classed as a striker. He's the same price as DCL, which is why I've gone for DCL really because he proven it, hasn't he? He should be worth more. Yeah, yeah. But that's another option then, really. Um, if you do have your faith in Richardson, you know he wasn't bad last year, was he? So you know. He's no, no, he's a, he's a decent player. I suppose the the thing that happened at. In the derby, though, he's got that potential for a red card, yeah. which you don't want, do you? In, yeah, that's the I thing. I'm pretty sure he's been sent off a few times in his Premier League career. Yeah, got a few wires loose. Right, let's go mm. for the next one. Leicester versus Liverpool, big game. And clearly, there's a couple of talking points here. Vardy and Liverpool's defence, I know we alluded to it last week, but Gomez is out now, so... It's it's not looking good for Liverpool, and I'm so glad I got rid of Trent. Yeah, yeah, I I got rid of him at the right time as well. It's just I don't know. They they're still going to be good though going forward, but yeah, yeah defensively, surely most people are going to come off Robertson as well. Yeah, um, just can't justify it now with with that backline. Because Fabinho might be playing there, that weakens their midfield as well. It's, uh, it's all over the place, isn't it? So I, I'm predicting a Leicester winner. I don't want it to happen, but um, pure reasons that Chelsea should be over Leicester. But then again, it will oh, bring Liverpool down. Yeah. But I don't I know. Tottenham, Man City. Yeah. So I'll, I'm going to give Kane this week, I think, and then I'll probably jump off him. Yeah. After. Just yeah. Going to check my budget actually, because what I said before, I wanted. Oh yeah, I've got loads of money, haven't I? Because I've I did uh, Trent to Dan, so I can do this week. I can get off Son and put in De Bruyne or Sterling, so I might do that. This How's week. De Bruyne been doing? I think he's he's been in and out of the team, hasn't he, because of injury? Yeah, and he missed the penalty. But to me, he's just one of them players. It seems that he can turn it on. It's a big turn up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It almost it's almost better sometimes to have to go in, in a big game because he plays a bit further forward. Yeah. Because when when they're playing like for example Burnley at home, which they've got after, looks great on paper. But you know how Pep sometimes puts so many attacking players on the pitch at once. Games De Bruyne might get less of the ball potentially. It might mean he gets more assists. But I think in terms of a goal for it, he's he's quite good in these big games. 
scored against Chelsea, didn't he, last year? Yeah. I think he got two two at the Emirates last year. He must have scored against United as well. City should win this, 100%. Tottenham, again, are lucky against West Brom, weren't they? Um, that was such an annoying game, Jack. I think you texted me that day as well. And you, What did you say you said? It's so annoying. It's, not, it's the most winning. annoyed I've been about yeah. uh, my FPL captain scoring. Because <laughs> you, you said you'd rather, t- if, if Tottenham were to win, you'd rather Kane score a hat-trick as opposed to a, a last-minute guy. And he's so right. Like, it's just, I, didn't, I really did not want something to win. But Kane scoring as well, it's just like, okay... You don't want it. You don't want that feeling of you know, kind of a good feeling towards Tottenham. It's just so weird. It's just, mm. but yeah. Um, so I'm going to see you win on that one. And we've already explained Tottenham's fixtures coming forward. Uh, a, a Who terrible... do you reckon's better for this week, KDB or Sterling? Then, checking KDB. I personally, Sterling. Sterling, because uh, I'll have both within the within two weeks anyway. Yeah. Just to make sure I don't miss out, but. Uh, yeah, I, I, I seem to recall Sterling has a good record against Tottenham as well. He got that famous VAR goal that got ruled out, didn't he? And I think yeah. I think he got another VAR goal, goal ruled out against him uh, the next year. So let's hope it's not another VAR rule out again. But it's yeah. showing he's he's getting in the positions. Yeah, definitely. He's. Um, I think he he might get a score sheet. Definitely. Who's on their right back? Tottenham is it Doki? Uh, you can never tell. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's Oreo. Either probably Doherty. Probably I this game. Yeah, I think either or. Sterling didn't defend some... that good, did they? No. So Sterling's going to have some space, definitely behind that back line. So yeah, I'd go Sterling personally. Right, the other side of Manchester, Man United versus West Brom. You know me, anti-Man United. I already, already think they're going to lose. West Brom are very close to beating or at least drawing against Tottenham. I think they drew a win. Man United in a situation where I think Oli is clinging on. Pogba's not performing. Uh, Greenwood, there's always talk about him not being in the right mindset. They cl- they proper clang on against um, Everton. I mean, the second half was just Everton taking shots and crosses into the box. They weren't clinical enough. Man United, they really need to step it up, and I don't think they've got they've got that at the moment. But that being said, Bruno Fernandes could definitely get a penalty or two, can't he? So he's another one to consider for the FPL, and I, I can probably, like I said earlier on, make a few changes. I can probably get him in my team. I don't know whether yeah. I should I or not. It's, it's it goes against everything I think about the guy. But FPL the thing might, with him, he doesn't he doesn't have to be on form. Yeah. Score. Whereas Rashford, you feel like he's he has to be on form to to do things. Whereas Bruno, and because he takes corners, free kicks, things like that as well, he's just always involved. But yeah, that is a tough one. If he's easy to get to, and Sterling and KDB are not easy to get to, then it might be worth doing. But what have what have Man United got coming up anyway after after West Brom? I think they've got. Sort of an okay run. It's Man United at the end of the day, though. To be fair, like I put them in the same category, if not even worse than Arsenal at the moment. You know, it doesn't matter who they kind of come up against. It's still the inconsistency of the team. It's not the Man United of last year. It's a Man United on the brink of maybe losing their manager. I mean, they 
they after West Brom, they've got Southampton, who I personally think are the dark horses this year for the top six. Uh, West Ham, who are doing brilliant again. And then Man City. They're going to get slaughtered by Man City. Yeah, that's true. That That's not great. I was, yeah, after that, they've got Sheffield in Leeds. So maybe that's the time to bring them in. Yeah, but at the moment, I don't know. I just, I can't see them doing much. I think by the end of that, those three games, I think Ollie's out and Poch is in. So I'd wow. steer, I'm going to steer away from Man United or West Brom for any players there. I don't know who you're going to... Well, I think you've already alluded you're just going to go for Man City players, aren't you? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not going for any United. Sheffield United? <laughs> Definitely not in West Brom. <laughs> Sheffield United versus West, Brom, West Ham? <sighs> yeah, this is... I just think Sheffield United games are so pointless. <laughs> Uh, Brewster maybe as we said four and a half million but, and West Ham because of Antonio out that's such a big miss for them I really just don't like any of their players anymore other than um, Kufau Sufau whatever his name is the right back yeah. and, and possibly Cresswell but he's more expensive that's it really I mean four nails if you've got him keep him but yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily bring him in. There's no one there. Yeah, there's no one there that. I mean, as a team, they're not doing too bad. But FPL-wise, it seems to be the same people that like you're mentioning that are performing. But again, it's just can you take the risk with those players? Yeah, I think Fabianski would have been a shout, but he's a bit too expensive. He's five million for that price. You can get Mendy pretty much. Yeah, I think he's five point one, but you know he's basically the same price. If he was four and a half, I think Fabianski would be a good option, but not not at five. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> Cresswell four nails. I mean, Cresswell normally gets assists from crossing it in, doesn't he? Then Sheffield yeah. United, if they they one thing, they're a physical team, aren't they? So I can't see many headers, and like you said, oh. that would have been a guy. Breaking news though, John Egan has got injured. John Egan? Yeah, so he's a big part of that Sheffield United back four or back five. So if that injury is serious, then that could could impact what you've just said there. And that's, yeah, that's, that's breaking okay. news. Major. Yeah, well done. Heard it here first, hopefully, if we get it out. <laughs> that's um, yeah, so not a very good game. Um, yeah, low scoring, but I see West Ham winning, just nicking it. Southampton, Wolves, the final one. Weird one, this one. One of those yeah. ones, again, just like, can't really pinpoint who's going to win. Southampton playing lovely football at the moment. No Ings and Wall Prowse may not be playing. That's a big impact if Wall Prowse doesn't play. Mm. He do, he's so good at, I mean, he's obviously getting the the uh, corners and free kicks and stuff but just generally he's a good player I mean he does a lot of good work in that midfield mm. a lot of hard work but it's a weird Wolves like for me they seem to have been one of the worst teams in the league this season but they're actually like same points. Points as Ever- they've got the same points as Everton yeah it's weird which doesn't sound right at all but I've got Jimenez I can't get rid of him um if if he scores this weekend, then that knocks out two clean sheets for me in Walker Peters and McCarthy. So I don't even want him to score. 
because it's knocking out two clean sheets for one goal. So it's a bit annoying. But I guess if Wolves do score, he'll probably be on the end of it or get an assist. So, yeah, he's he would have been on last chance saloon for me, but he can't now. He's just got to stay in just because of how I've set my team up. Yeah. Obviously, I've got Conor Cody as well. Again, I don't, he's one of those... If I'm going to be honest, there's there's now four weak links, or maybe five weak links in my team that I can't trust going forward. It was all good for the last couple of weeks, but Conor Cody's one of them. If I'd name the others, I mean, Loris in goal. I can see him conceding lows now. Do you know, this is the thing about FPL, though. You get... You get your team in a place where they seem to have good fixtures. Your whole team has good fixtures for like three weeks. Yeah. And then it turns. And it turns terribly because I feel like it's just going to turn for me. I mean, that may be, that's maybe why you don't put too many of the same players in this. Yeah, same. That's maybe why you don't put too many of the players from the same team. Yeah. So, have you got Larice, Cody? Obviously, Son. I don't think he's going to do anything. Um, Dignate, I can't see he's prone to a red card obviously it seems um, and I can't see Everton I know they've got a couple of good fixtures coming up but against against Everton, uh, against Man United he didn't really do much um, Ward Prowse yeah and he's expensive yeah. isn't he as well yeah for a, for a defender it's yeah I mean I I can just about get away with doing what I need to do with just one hit but I was considering wildcarding maybe next week or this week. But I think the time might be coming, yeah. Yeah, because I've got a lot of... I've got people like Solly March. He's just sitting there, never going to play. It's fine if he's four and a half or 4.4 or something, but he's five, so that's just pointless, being yeah. that expensive and never going to play. Yeah, it makes a big difference. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think we've wrapped that up nicely. I, I would like to see... My points started to pick up again. I like a week like you had last week, Jack. An 80-pointer. That'd be lovely. We'll see if it can happen. Hopefully no injuries from this international break that will hit our teams anyway. And that wraps it up. Thank you, guys. Make sure you catch us on Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Podcast. Give us a five-star rating. First, your friend. Get everyone involved. Get everyone joining the FTLOL family. And make sure you check out the socials at FTLOL Podcast. Have a good one. Peace. See you next week for another For the Love of List segment. Remember to follow our Twitter at FTLOL Podcast and to like, comment and subscribe.